can't get fooled again. Hey, welcome back in to Talking Catholic. Hey, um, I was going down the YouTube yesterday, and I seen this video by Dr. Taylor Marshall talking about this Father James Altman, who I had never heard of. But, uh, you know, it looked interesting, so I, I clicked on it just to see what he's saying. So, you know, I mean, you know, 30 seconds into the commentary, I'm like, whatever, let me just see. <laughs> let me just watch the video for myself instead of just listening to what Dr. Taylor Marshall has to say about the video. So I click on the video of this father, James Altman, and wow, wow, all right? And then I started driving home from work, so I really didn't get a chance to watch it, but I'm listening to it. So I'm gonna watch it with you guys here, give you my reaction to it after it's over, and then see what you guys have to say about it down in the comment box. All right, so here we go. What a family, we're gonna have something right from the very beginning of the Baltimore Catechism, our basic, Catechism, basic foundation for our whole faith, our purpose in life, which is to know, love, and serve God. Now it's human nature that we will not willingly serve a God whom we do not love. And we will not love a God we do not know. So, so here's the thing, I don't love anybody in Borneo, because I don't know anyone in Borneo. So don't get up in the morning with any particular inclination or inspiration to serve anyone in Borneo. But if I do not wake up in the morning with an inclination and an inspiration to serve Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, then Houston, we got a problem. And the problem in the world today, as it was in Noah's day, and as it was in Abraham, Lot, and Sodom and Gomorrah's day, as it was as Jesus warned us it would be, is that there are way too many people who don't know the first thing about Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So truth be told, they do not love Him. And so we can see in the many godless politicians out there, in the godless educational system, in the godlessness of so many sheeples, they most definitely are not serving Him. They are not fulfilling their purpose in life to know, to love, and to serve God. Oh, you're just being political. Father Altman's too political. Politics has no place in the Catholic Church. Baloney. Pope Benedict XVI said, the church is not a political power, it's not a party, but it is, at least it's supposed to be, it is a moral power. Therefore, since politics fundamentally should be a moral enterprise, the church, in this sense, has something to say about politics. Therefore, when politics and politicians act in an immoral way, we most certainly do have the duty and the obligation to speak up and speak up about it. When they complain, they say, hey, you're a bunch of hypocrites, capital H. Guess who was just a premier speaker at the Democratic National Convention? None other than the hyper-confusion-spreading heretic James Martin S.J. Well, I guess it's, oh, I guess it's okay for James Martin to spout off for the Democrats on their national stage, but God forbid a priest speak out against their godless platform. But here's a memo to clueless baptized Catholics out there. You cannot be Catholic and be a Democrat, period. Their party platform absolutely is against everything the Catholic Church teaches. So just quit pretending that you're Catholic and vote Democrat. 
Repent of your support of that party and its platform or face the fires of hell. Yes, Virginia, there is a hell. There's a, a well-known cleric who seems to be putting out there that, oh, hell is an empty place. Sorry, buddy. It's not what Jesus said. Jesus said many are going to choose that broad road to destruction. Only a few are going to choose the narrow, very difficult road to the narrow gate to heaven. There will be 60 million and counting aborted babies standing at the gates of heaven barring your Democrat entrance. And nothing you can say will ever excuse you for your direct or indirect support of that diabolical agenda here in the end. It's too bad there's so many gutless cowards in the clergy who refuse to speak up and speak out on that truth and make it crystal clear there should be no confusion among any Catholic. CV at the end of the day, I do research. And I actually researched and researched all the data, the information, I, I crunched the numbers and finally came up with a pretty close approximate total of how many Catholics voted for Obama in 2008 and 2012. Zero. Wrap your minds around that, dear family. There were a lot of pretenders, a lot of imposters, a lot of people masquerading as Catholics, laity and clergy alike. There were zero faithful Catholics who voted for that godless politician who had the audacity to blaspheme and say, God bless Planned Parenthood, the most racist organization on the face of this planet, founded to wipe out black babies. Wilton Gregory, figure it out. So back to the hypocrisy of those who complain on too political. The complainers, the hypocrites, by the way, always are from the left, both laity and clergy alike, in addition to thinking it's A-OK -okay for James Martin to prance up onto the Democrats' national stage, certain of the hierarchy think nothing about ripping into Donald Trump because somehow Trump has differing views about national sovereignty and national borders. No problem about stuffing things like the climate change hoax into the political arena, into the Catholic Church. Well, here in the U.S., in addition to James Martin, the St. Anthony Messenger has two major political statements. One against Trump in, in support of DACA, which means criminal illegal aliens, and the other supporting the Southern Poverty Law Center, which seems to be one of the most godless, communist, anti-American, left-wing radical organizations in the United States. And again, one ripping on Trump and supporting Wilton Gregory's horrific attack on the one best pro-life president and his Catholic wife. You know, as a bishop recently said to me, it's no wonder the faithful have lost confidence in the bishops because so many of them did such a horrible job on the scandal. And still to this day, don't say anything about the worst miscreants. Oh, but they sure will get all over a priest instantly who simply speaks the truth. Oh yes, dear family, they are quick as lightning when they want to be to silence any priest who dares to step out of line. I mean, do you really wonder why ordinary priests do not speak up? It's out of fear, dear family. Fear. Shame on the hierarchy who covers up truth through a conspiracy of fear. Listen, if, it, if there wasn't truth spoken, nobody but nobody would be listening to me for two seconds. 
And if all that is accomplished by speaking up is to let the proud and arrogant in the hierarchy realize that the faithful are suspicious and they have good reason, and that they need to straighten up and straighten out this mess that they created or they continued before they lose yet more faithful to the fastest growing denomination in the United States, ex-Catholics, then job accomplished. But, dear family, there is truth spoken and it continues to slap faithful Catholics in the faith when Notre Dame gives Obama an honorary doctorate, when James Martin takes the national stage for the Democrats, and when a pro-life president gets ripped on by an archbishop of the Catholic Church who then, within days, urges his priests to go all political and join hands with the Marxist protesters, Black Lives Matter. Dear family, it is basic to our salvation that we must, that our purpose in life is to know, love, and serve God. We have a duty and an obligation to know Him so that we love Him, so that we serve Him unto martyrdom, red or white. And it is human nature that we will not willingly serve a God whom we do not love, and we will not love a God we do not know. And the reason why we are seeing the signs of the times the cataclysm that's approaching, that we have been warned about. Our Blessed Mother warned us about it. The reason why we're seeing this is that way too many people do not know God through their fault, through their fault, through their most grievous fault. And too many shepherds of the church haven't taught them. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Wow. Wow. You know, nothing more needs to be said about the content of the video itself. I think Father James Alban said everything that needed to be said. And I'm not going to add more to his words. But I would like to comment very briefly on why what he said was important. It was important because the laity needs to hear priests speak like this. And that is why when a priest speaks like this, the usual refrain from the laity, from the people, is that we need more priests like you, Father. Or, thank you, Father. Or, Keep speaking in the truth, Father. And those refrains in themselves are very troubling because they are a cry for something to become more normal, which should have never been lost. And I encourage more faithful priests to publish courageous talks like these for two reasons. First, the laity, we do not want to be at war with the clergy. We do not. Yet we are today. Too many of us sense that the religious establishment does not genuinely care about our salvation. We do not believe that for them, our soul matters. Even the loudest voices in the social media space, some of your favorite YouTubers that call a spade a spade or let chips fall where they may. It may be people like myself. It may be people like Patrick Coffin or Dr. Taylor Marshall or Michael Boris or Timothy Gordon, whoever it may be. Our voice doesn't change things. Our voice only affirms or reaffirms what you are already feeling. And our voices just gives you comfort that you're not alone. But it does not change or call the religious establishment to repentance. But when someone like 
Father James Altman, who belongs, rightly belongs to the religious establishment, who is an insider, tells us that we're not wrong about how we're feeling, that he hears us. It means much more because we do not want to be at war. And we do, and we do, we want to know that we have someone on the inside who is with us. It means a lot. It is important for us to know that the clerics are not in some league or some fraternal thin blue line that will do everything and anything to protect each other. Even if it means that we must be harmed. The laity cries out, we need more priests like you, Father, because we need to hear more priests admonish their own brothers who have failed us, like Jamie Martin and Archbishop Wilson Gregory, who Altman has mentioned. We need, we need to hear that for the same reasons we need to hear Paul admonish Peter. We do not want to be at war with the clergy. We do not want it to be them against us or us against them. So talks like this, it gives us reason to keep hoping when we hear priests voice the laity's concerns publicly. Secondly, the laity needs to be reminded that there are priests who do not care about the consequences of telling the truth. Sometimes you'll have a priest come along, like remember Father Mark Goring, who was challenging the religious establishment, who was giving voice to the laity and um, to, to his fraternity priests, and then he rose to fame on YouTube. But then he was silenced by his superiors. And then a little bit of our hope faded. Another one taken down, we decried. Christ Jesus is the way, the life, and the truth. And we need priests to ordain in the ministry of Christ to be witnesses of living a life that is oriented towards Calvary. Because of the orientation of the liturgy of the Novus Order Rite, the New Order Rite, most of us no longer even see a priest offering his prayers and his sacrifices to Calvary. So all we can hope for is that we might see him live his life daily in a way that is oriented towards Calvary. Yet most of us do not even see that. So when a priest like Father James Altman comes along and seems to understand that the truth belongs to God, and because of that, he does not need to worry about the consequences of telling the truth, in him we see a martyr, and we need to bear witness to some type of Christian martyrdom in this self-centered world, because it encourages us and inspires us to carry our own cross and to love sacrificially. That's why cradle Catholics love to hear conversion stories of people who left their former life and have chosen to come, responding to the call to come into the Catholic Church. We need martyrs and their witnesses. So thank you, Father James Altman, for hearing our cry and letting us know that you are with us. Because the Catholic Church, because the Catholic Church is the body of Christ, she must endure the same way to Calvary that our Lord did. The age of the call of the disciples and the teaching and healing ministry are essentially over. We are now in a day of persecution and an hour of Judas, of which there will be many. Yet the message of Jesus remains the same. Keep watch and pray. Keep watch and pray. But until then, until next time, blessings and shalom to you and to yours. Fool me, we can't get fooled again.